All right. You guys good? So good. All right. So let's just fire it up. Kungaloosh! Viva Gaia! And welcome to 3 O'Clock Parade. Disneyland returns. Fire up the Disneyland Band Edition. Mm-mm-mm-mm-mm-mm. We got That's... Rhiannon out there on the west coast of Florida. Yes, you do. Yes. And, of course... From the land of the newly reopened Disneyland, it's Skipper Dick Ritchie. Oh, my gosh. I feel like born again almost. It was so good. <laughs> was it like a religious experience? Oh, dude. It was like, I don't even know how to explain it. Like, I, I will say this. I didn't like, I didn't cry, which I thought I was going to cry. Uh, like walking yes. into the park. Yeah, yeah. I was pretty proud of myself. I'm like, I'm a big boy now. Um. But yeah, going through the gate and seeing, you know, Mickey in front of the train station and then walking down Main Street, uh, it was all like so good to be back in a Disney park and doing the things that we love to do. Awesome. So just fire up the whole experience. Like what? Uh, yeah. From, from minute one. You've... Well, and that's the thing. So I kind of like I feel like I need to like preface the whole thing by saying that like. Overall, it was a super positive, very fun, uh, you know, Disneyland back in the parks experience. But and now let's bitch I, about it. Yeah, yeah. Well, no. Yeah. And so, like, <laughs> welcome to our world really, for the last year. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I think what's really important is like one. Now I understand, uh, you know, what you guys have been going through, and I think it's important for people that aren't. Uh, that haven't been to the park or for people that are planning to go to the park to know what you have to deal with uh, to make it, you know, to make it more fun. Because, like, not really understanding all the steps that go into, like, just making a day, like, a normal day feel relatively normal meant that, like, like the first day we were there, you know, uh, everything that we booked, we booked the moment that that, that it was open. So there was almost no time to plan. It was just like, just grab whatever you can. So the first day we were there, you know, we literally, and if you're familiar with, uh, with the Disneyland resort, um, you know, where cars land is, is like the far. And and I'm not, I'm not sure Mm -hmm. if it's going to be like actual, like compass uh, uh, perfect, but let's say that's the far South uh, section of property. And, galaxy's edge is on the complete opposite side of disneyland on the far north side of property mm-hmm. so like uh that that initial day since we didn't know what the hell we were doing and like just booking whatever we could we literally were going from like cars land to what do you mean book cars land like what did you book no at no, cars no. Land? i'm not saying like i booked at cars land but essentially oh, okay. i'm just trying to give like like if you can imagine where we were in the park because we were literally we were at lamplight lounge you know, mm-hmm. so it's 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 kind of like that same distance. Yeah. What well, was uh, your step count for the day? Oh, we uh like eighteen thousand steps. We did like <laughs> nice. between the two between Disneyland and, and uh, California Adventure, we did uh like almost nine miles. So you did one uh, day both parks. In one day. One day, but you didn't do two days. Oh no 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 we did uh we did two days so we did Friday mm-hmm. and Saturday we did park hoppers. And then Sunday, we just did uh, downtown Disney just to, you yeah, because we were going to catch a flight that day and stuff. Yeah. Um, okay. So you so you walk in. Where'd you do, like, where, like, where'd you go first? And what was the first thing you kind of noticed? 
Yeah. First thing we did was, you know, walk into Disneyland. And the first thing I noticed is, and this is before we even get to Disneyland, Aaron uh, from L.A., in his infinite knowledge, said, hey, why don't we go to the park first and then we'll uh, drive you to your hotel afterwards, uh, you know, so we can get started as soon as possible, which I thought that sounds like a great idea. Um, What I didn't realize is, and this is super important for anybody that's going to Disneyland, uh, and if you just want something to complain about right off the bat, is the the tram from the Disneyland parking structure to the Disneyland resort is not running. So you, you basically are walking the trams uh, path, which doesn't sound so bad until you realize that like the convention center area uh, or like the Hyatt where we stayed last time. uh, I stayed across the street from that at the Marriott this time. Those are all closer to the entrance of Disneyland uh, then walking from the hotel, the the Disneyland parking structure, and Park, following the walking tram. from your hotel is what about a better plan? Walking, yeah, walking from the hotel is a way better plan. It's this uh, most hotel parking is the same as the price of the, if not lower, than to park at the Mickey and Friends parking structure. So if you're going and you're listening, just park at your hotel. Don't even bother going to the to the parking mm-hmm. structure uh, until they get the the tram running again because it's a long it's 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 a long walk on your way to the park but you're excited you know you're like oh i'm going to disneyland great this and that but now that just now that you brought it up but this is just a random disneyland question and maybe you know maybe you don't do like when when you're walking from let's say the hyatt and you pass some other like kind of shittier hotels do those places ever just pay can you just buy parking there too or no yeah Yes, you can. Oh, see, that sounds so now that's starting to sound like you said, very appealing. Oh yeah, yeah. So like, um, almost like not exactly across the street, but just like uh, from the main entrance, but just a little bit further down is the Anaheim Hotel, and I think it's eighteen dollars to park there. And that's literally like you know you go through one red light, and then you take a right, and you're or one you know one walk uh, intersection. And uh, and you take a right, and you're basically at the gate. Okay. So which would it, which which would be great because at the end of the night, when you close the park and you've already walked essentially eight miles, you have that last like three quarter of a mile, if not a mile, walk to the hotel or to the parking I mean, structure. If I remember, like I mean, distance wise, it's basically like walking from the TTC to the Magic Kingdom. I mean, you're basically walking. That's, that's, yeah. that's a healthy chunk. Yeah, yeah. No, that's a great that's a great example is is like that. If you if you think about it that way, for sure. And and it's not, you know, it's not as the crow flies, as they say. Uh, you're walk <laughs> like like you walk down yeah. and then you loop and you come around and then you make you know another what it turn. Me of, like because that, that, we did that. We walked, you remember, from, from our hotel to the front of Disneyland. And it reminded right. me like it very much so of like Washington, D.C., where you know you see it on TV, you see it on the maps, and like the, like the National Mall, it always looks like. Sure, we'll just walk from the Capitol to the, you know, the Lincoln Memorial. We'll just walk it. And you go, and it's like a thousand <laughs> times longer than you ever imagined, and that's what Disneyland, the outside of Disneyland, feels like. Yeah, yeah, it was it was uh, 
so so I would say that was the first thing that that I noticed and I was just like this is dumb like you know and 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 I don't know why it must be like a county regulation of some sort because you're obviously okay to ride on the train which is essentially the same setup uh you know you just have to be like there has to be I think two rows cuz they're you know we're still doing 6 feet uh apart from each other out here so like you have to give up two rows between uh, groups on the train, which you would have to do on the tram. Uh, so I guess, you know, maybe it's just so that the line for the tram doesn't back up because the queues are also six feet apart. Yeah. And, uh, you just know, to, so, I think that's, they said that's basically why they're not running the Epcot monorail because of the queues running into each other. That's what I was yeah. told. Kind of the same thing. Yeah. Which, uh, that one. which is, What's uh, I miss the Epcot monorail. I know, like it just and its own. It's it's like its own fun thing. Oh yeah, well the monorail's not running at all at Disneyland because yeah. for the same reason, you know, you can't. You'd have to run the monorail with like one fe- one group per car, and there's only like three or four cars at Disneyland yeah, monorail. So, yeah. Uh, yeah. so that's not running. Okay. Matterhorn isn't open. I think uh, it's funny. It's good you mentioned that though about all the pain in the ass things because, like, again, it might be worth it. But the first, when people that have never been before, the first thing they say is, oh, my God, you have to wear a mask or whatever. I'm like, that is the least of the changes. Like, <laughs> Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, that's the least. Like, don't take that out of your, like, cares. Take that out. <laughs> yeah. And, and that's the thing. That's the other thing is that, like, right now it's definitely, uh, you know, everybody has to wear a mask um, inside of Disneyland, inside of downtown Disney. Like, anywhere on Disney property, you have to wear a mask. Uh, we have not jumped on to the no mask thing, but I think June 15th is uh, is what everybody is talking about, like in California in general. I feel like that day we're just going like no holds barred, you know, mask, pants, underwear, like whatever. You know, if you don't want to wear it, don't wear it. It's fine. Like, it doesn't matter. All right. So, uh, yeah, I can't wait. Because um, that was definitely like, like you said, it's not like I don't. I've never been, I've never had a problem wearing a mask, but most of the time I was, you know, like at home or in the office. Uh, but definitely like, I can, you know, I can see where like walking around for eight hours or for eight or nine hours in a day uh, in a theme park, it's not ideal. Um, but it's also, you know, wasn't that like, wasn't terrible. It actually made us want to stop and eat and drink more often so that we could take <laughs> You know, we were like, you'd walk a little bit and you'd be like, man, I really feel like I need a drink now. <laughs> yeah, right. Uh, so I can take off the mask. But I think, but that's where the next huge problem comes in, uh, is the is the mobile order stuff. I don't know, like, uh, what it's like out there for mobile order, but out here, if you want a mobile mobile order stuff within, and, you know, an eat or drink within, like, Five or ten minutes, you know, you have to do that before one o'clock, because mm. after one o'clock, well, I think what happens is that uh, right about lunchtime, everybody figures out like, oh shit, like I want to eat dinner, I have to order that now, and it's not Jeez. just like, yeah, it's not just knowing where you want to eat, but what you want to eat. So like by like two or three o'clock, if you want to eat dinner and you haven't already mobile ordered. You, you you're you're super limited to where you can eat in the park 
Uh, and you might even have to go out to downtown Disney, you know, and, and hope you find a spot there. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Just Rhiannon, I I never had too much of a problem with the motorboarding. Maybe because you select a window, and the window, I've never not had the next window available. What Did you have any You know, experience? I'm trying to think, and I don't think I've ever really used mobile ordering. I think I've done it like twice. I, the first time I ever used it was pre-COVID, and it was at um, Sunshine Terrace or Aloha Isle or whichever one it is these days to get a dole float, and it, they never called me, and I just stood there for like over 20 minutes until finally some other guest was like, you know you have to go up to the window, right? I'm like, well, then what the fuck is this app saying? Like, we'll alert you when your order's <laughs> ready for so I think that yeah. just, you know, left a bad taste in my mouth. And so I never wanted to try again. So now that, you know, COVID's here and mobile orders all the rage, we just kind of tend to avoid places that try to force you to do it. Um, so, yeah, I will say I've, I've used it a few times and here. It's I don't know if it's the same app, but you, you, you first step is you select a window. That it's either like, you know, between now and the next, you know, next 30 minutes, or then there's the next 30 minutes, next 30 minutes. 30. And so here, it's, there's never been that far in advance that I've seen. No, it's never been a problem. And maybe that just comes when there weren't that many places open, I assume. Yeah, I mean, that's the thing. So like, it's the same thing out here. Like you, you, you know, you, you select your restaurant and then you select your time and then you select what you want to, what you want to order. Um, and like I said, before like one or two o'clock, no big deal. You can totally have that like carefree, like, oh, I'm going to order a Dole Whip and walk up and just pick it up at the tropical uh, hideaway. And it's not that big of a deal. But as the day progresses and people realize that they're going to want to eat dinner, they just like, it just goes away out of nowhere. Like there's nothing. And uh, a great example was, Friday night, we had wanted to go to the Plaza Inn for for dinner. So while we were at Lamplight, you know, I, I started, we, we were talking about, like, I know we're eating right now, but where are we going to want to have dinner? And yeah. um, and we decided, you know, like, we wanted to have the, the fried chicken. And I was able to book it, but the only thing available was, like, uh, a 7 o'clock which we thought, oh, that's fine. You know, that's like six hours from now. The park closes at nine. So, you know, we'll have a little bit of time. Uh, well, what we didn't realize was that, it, you know, because of, um, like, we, we went to Savi, like, and, and this is totally first world problems. We went to Savi's to build a, a lightsaber, and then we had a reservation for uh, for Rise. And then, you know, we uh, uh, got in line for the Millennium Falcon, and essentially, like, our day flew by doing all of that stuff so that at 7 o'clock, we were, you know, we, we weren't going to be able to make it. So you click on it, and it's just like, oh, hey, if you want to modify your time, that sounds cool. Just do that. And you click, you know, and you follow the modify your time and then realize that, oh, no, you can't because everything's already booked at that moment. Um, yeah. So, you know, we ended up not going to dinner uh, in the park at all that night because they're just, like, Everything was full. There just wasn't anywhere to go. Uh, we ended up, you know, doing a drive-through on the way home, um, at, you know, after the park, which was fun too, because, you know, who cares? We we had a good time, but 
it's one of those things that I think if you're going, you really need to plan that stuff out. Like, no, like, okay, look at, you know, uh, especially if you're trying to get like rise, cause you don't know what time your, your boarding pass is going to be. Right. So it, it makes it hard to, to decide like, okay, you know, do this and then hope that that, that, that works out. And we just had to make the choice. And we actually even asked the people at rise, we were like, Hey, if we, if we want to do this and, uh, we could possibly miss out on going to Savi's. And they were like, well, Savi's is going to charge you if you don't go for the lightsaber. Cause you built the, re- you know, you built that reservation. Uh, but ultimately it's up to you. They, you know, they weren't like, Oh, we'll do this or we'll do that. Um, so we went to Savi's and then the people at rise were actually like, well, we'll give you two hour window instead of one hour window. So, so that worked out. Yeah. Uh, I see what you mean now by the bookings. Yeah. Yeah. So, and that's the thing, you know, you just, you, you, it's funny, like all the stuff that people complained about, like, uh, with fast pass and how you can't, uh, you know, if you have to book a fast pass, then you don't have that, like, just, you know, fun and fancy free vacation, uh, is sort of true. You just have to know what you're doing going into it. And like booking that first day made it hard because we were just getting anything we could. Like, I feel yeah. like now that, like, there is the 12-hour wait to book, you know, your park reservation and lunch and all that stuff that it's a little bit easier. And once you get to the park, you know, you, you if you try to go to the, if you do the uh, opening Rise of the Resistance, uh, those are all going to be prior to, I think, like, 12 or 1 o'clock. And then at 12 o'clock, you can do, uh, a, like, the afternoon Rise of the Resistance boarding passes if you didn't get in on the first set. So, you know, you, you just have to, it just takes a little bit more planning, I guess is the, is the big. Yeah. Um, Your favorite. Yeah. It's not the other thing that <laughs> right now <laughs> that I think is super important uh, to note because, um, you know, we decided we were, we weren't really like too interested in writing a lot of stuff because it was just the lines are, the lines are long in distance, not in time. But you still have to, like, you know, stay six feet apart from everybody. And then you've got some people that, like, walk right up behind you and then realize and then they run back. But then the other line, like, you know, like, it's just this weird, like, uh, I don't know, just the whole machine that has to work together to, to get that all to work. So, you know, the day we went to DCA, we were like, look, at let's just let's just hang out and drink and we'll just go from, like, you know, place to place and just. If we want to ride a ride, we'll ride a ride. But otherwise, let's just do a normal drinking day in the park. And uh, when you go to order beverages, because almost like even the corn dog cart is mobile order. Like you, the only place that you don't mobile order is if you want like popcorn. Um, so like when we were, we were going to go to uh, Smoke Jumpers as our first, because that's you walk in, it's just right there to the right. Uh and you go to order drinks and it basically tells you like, if you're ordering anything with alcohol, you have to also order a full adult meal, not a kid's meal in any way, shape or form, not a side, but a full adult meal. That uh, sucks. Yeah. So, you know, we thought we were being like super cool and we added the adult meal, ordered the drinks and then took the adult meal off and then did the order. And, uh, and then we realize that you don't even need to go through all that. It'll let you just order drinks if you want to. And then it's up to the person at the counter uh, on whether they're going to say anything. And fortunately, like, only one of them kind of gave us a look like, hey, we're just, you know, they were like, 
they looked at the receipt and they were like, there's no food on this. And we were like, no. <laughs> and, then, and then they were like, well, okay. Hey. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so that's, you know, that's one thing to think about also, like you can definitely get away without having to order food, but they do want you to order food with every. Uh, and that's a counter, that's just like a counter service place. Yeah, that's a counter service place. Well, that's the thing. And you have to remember in uh, DCA, the only place that serves beer that isn't counter service is the little like popcorn stand outside of the Hyperion Theater where the Frozen show is. Mm-hmm. But the Frozen show is not running right now, and that popcorn stand wasn't there. So basically, uh, any alcohol you're going to order is from a counter service. Um, even the the beer truck at the wharf uh, just yeah. outside of Carsland, uh, so they, they put a thing serving chimichangas. So like, if you want to just get a beer at the wharf, the app tells you, like, hey, you have to order a chimichanga. Uh, fortunately you can tell the app to go to hell and just or- and just order beer and uh and you know i i feel like most of the cast members are, are like they're down they're like yeah we get it man like nobody wants to order these deep fried chili cheese interesting yeah like but but you know it's one of those things like it's something to definitely think about and and it you know it affects your vacation because you're just like oh god i have to order like you know like my seven dollar beer now is going to cost me twenty three dollars because I have to order a full meal with it. You don't. Well, well, that's good to know. That is good. Yeah, that is legally a pro tip. you do, but yeah, legally you do. But we, you know, we just didn't add the meal. We went ahead and just ordered, and everybody was pretty cool about it. Um, I'm trying to think what else. That was those were the big. Uh, like I think for us that was like the big growing pain. You know, yeah, uh, I would agree. Getting... I think that was that's pretty commensurate with what we're doing here is that the, it's that kind of stuff. That's the biggest change. Like, it's not the rides and stuff like that. It's the that the logistics of. Relaxing. <laughs> yeah. It's definitely uh, definitely changed. Um, I did see today. I've been noticing a lot. Of, this must be the day that Blue Bayou opened. Yes. Because I guess, you know, basically, as you can imagine, um, it went very quickly. <laughs> the, uh, oh, yeah. People, the reservations. I've, I've, seen, I've, I've seen a bunch of people going like, when can we book Blue Bayou? And everybody's like, you already missed it. <laughs> yeah, like, I, so like, sit, like restaurants like that, are they doing same day reservations? Is that what they're doing? Uh, no, no, no. Like, you you know, you can, if as long as you have a... Disneyland uh, reservation to get into the park, then you can book a uh, a dining reservation. So, like, Blue Bayou wasn't open when we went, but Cafe Orleans um, was. So we went, you know, we went to the we went to Cafe Orleans, and there's not a lot of uh, there's not a lot of places that you can get reservations that are like you know sit down yeah. uh, restaurants. So the fact that they opened you should make it a little bit easier. Uh, Where, but, what was I going to ask you? Did you get Olga's Canteen? No, yeah. Olga's is open right now. Oh. Which was a super bummer. Uh, my brother has had never been to uh, Galaxy's Edge. So he, 
he, you know, it was one of the things that he was looking forward to doing. And it was just one of those things where uh, he wasn't, you know, we weren't able to go in. So he's hoping, uh, well, you know, we're hoping that the next time it's, it's, it's full, we'll be able to, to get in there. Yeah. Oh, interesting. But, uh, so let's see. What about, so I would think for me, what I would want to know, if you're somebody that like our kind of listeners is more along the lines of the DCA. So like, if you want to do some drinks, there are no, really counter service is kind of your, your, your only hope. Yeah. Uh, counter service. I think the angry dogs in paradise pier, uh, you can order beer there. But that's also, you know, it, it might as well be counter service because that's also mobile order. Mm-hmm. Um, any place you're going to get a drink is is mobile order in DCA right now. Yeah. Um, yeah. But with that said, um, like we went over, we were in DCA relatively early. Um, so we were able to get one. Oh, and also Smoke Jumpers has the uh, Coke Slurpee machine where you can either add rum or whiskey. Yeah. Uh, which is great. Uh, that was super fun. So, and those guys, uh, it's like, it's a bigger restaurant with, and has a lot of outside seating. So they had more availability. So we were able to like, uh, you know, order and pick up within five minutes twice. Uh, so we had multiple, you know, I had a, a Coke and uh, a rum and Coke and a Jack and Coke, which was pretty great. Um, and, and, you know, we like essentially like I ordered and I ordered four of them and then, um, uh, Aaron ordered. And so like when I got back with mine, he walked over, picked up his, came back. And then I want to say either Klaus or my brother went over and did the same thing. So we were able to get like a few different rounds back to back. Uh, but it is still two person or two drinks per person. So you, uh, you know, if you're going to order more than two drinks, you have to have that other person with you to pick up. Yeah. Um, but yeah, we were able to, we, we got, I have just like a question from, I'm sorry, what? Without having an annual pass now, how do you feel? Without having a you know annual pass now, buying the single the tickets, how oh, it do you sucks. think that affects like if you let's say you were able to go more often? Is that something you in this current setup very often? Um, I'm trying not to go. It's like two hundred and fifty dollars for a two day park hopper. Mm-hmm. So, and, and they already said that whatever the membership thing is going to be, it's going to be out before the end of the year. So I am trying to, uh, to like hold off, you know, uh, and, um, and it, it made me, it actually dawned on me, like, um, we were talking about like our next visit and without an annual pass, um, or I should say, with an annual pass, like, I didn't really ever think about going to, like, Knott's Berry or any of the other, like, surrounding attractions because I was just like, dude, I've already paid for Disney. Like, why add, you know, 
the, the, the cost of a different place to go. But now that I don't have that, like they were like, hey, what if next time you come up, we do the, the, the same two days at Disney, but instead of the third day at downtown Disney, we just go to, you know, Knott's Ferry Farm or, you know, any of these other places. And I was just like, yeah, I mean, there's nothing, you know, without the annual pass, there's nothing keeping you there. Um, is kind of the way I was. Fuck it, Disney. Yeah, no, it's true, man. Like, I love it. And I, you know, but I haven't done a lot of the other things in the area because I was always just like, man, that's another, you know, $100. I could spend that on drinks and go to Disney the same day. Um, and, and, but we also talked about, like, we aren't the... I'm sorry, go ahead. The robot Drunko is strong today. Oh, I love it. Yeah. Or is it weak since he's basically just gone? Oh. It, it's so interesting to say that because that is what's happened. Oh, this. You, you're breaking up binary. a little bit. Sorry. Yeah. Robot Drunkie's in full force. Well, you know, he hasn't had a chance to come out and play in a while, so it makes sense. Driving. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Robot drunkie is now self-driving car. That's perfect. I don't know if uh, I'd want a self-driving car brought to you by Robot Drunkie. <laughs> it doesn't seem to be a very good advertisement. No, please finish. Uh... God, I don't even remember what the hell I was talking about. What was I saying? You were saying that you can now say, fuck you, Disney. I'm taking my hard-earned dollars oh, elsewhere yeah. because you won't let me do what I want and get the past type that I want. And, and yeah, I'll show yeah. you. No, for sure. It, it's, it's totally one of those things that, you know, without, uh, without knowing what, what they're going to do, I was like, I'm not making as many plans to go, which I'm sure is part of their thing. But we, we were talking about, like, you know, everybody got all upset because Chapik said, like, hey, we want to make more money for our shareholders, so we're changing the membership pass. And then it dawned on me that, like, the people that are upset about that are the people that were probably not spending any money in the park. And I'm like, you ruined it for people like us who were going to the park and then spending, like, all our money on, on drinks and food and all the other stuff that they want us to do. So... Hmm. Until we, until I know, I, I, I have another trip planned in October with my parents, um, because you know they just they haven't been to Disney in forever and they just really want to go, and we're hoping that by then, um, you know things will be like less mass, less uh, restrictive, um, but yeah, the the annual pass thing is really being uh kind of weird the other thing that i thought was really interesting and and it makes more sense as to what's going on in florida like when you see pictures of florida and the parks being like super crowded um it's just that like out here we're not doing indoor almost anything so everybody is forced to be out you know in the pathways and in the queue and you know, you want to take that mask off so all the, like, places that you can sit to eat or drink are occupied. Um, so it just feels really crowded. 
you know, getting on a ride, like getting on, on, uh, on the Millennium Falcon, like they had it lined up to the point where we even went backstage. Mm-hmm. Uh, but you know, the whole thing only took like, it was like still only like 20 or 25 minutes. It's just because of the social distancing, but everything takes up so much space with social distancing that anywhere outside just feels really crowded. Like there were just people everywhere. Yeah. People are the worst. But uh, <laughs> really good point. That's like, I don't know. you're not hearing. No, 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 we can hear you. You said a really good point. Take the compliment, I guess. So many people who had always owned are now going to the other places, right? Going to SeaWorld, Gatorland, Universal. Like, it is making people not go to Disney. Even here, because just whether even if you have the pass, you don't have the reservations. Yeah. But, I, but and, and I think that's, like, in a weird way, almost what Disney wants. Like, that's their whole idea. Like, we're going to raise the price. We're going to have less people in the park, but we're going to make, you know, just as much, if not more money. Um, but I also wonder if it's going to end up biting them in the ass because, you know, a lot of people are like, I can buy an annual pass to Knott's Berry Farm and just do the same thing that I was going to do at Disney. But there, you know, I'll go to Knott's Berry Farm every day and I'll yeah. hang out. They've got great fried chicken. <laughs> yeah. So, no, I, I yeah. think you're right. I think. I think not so that's what they wanted. I think what they wanted is you to be so loyal that you will go every weekend and pay two hundred and fifty dollars to go. I think that's what they want. Yeah. You to pay for those single day tickets. I, I feel like the membership is gonna be one of those like I you know, I've been like writing out like all kinds of crazy theories about what what a membership could be like. And and I almost feel like the most recent one that I wrote is probably the most uh, realistic for Disney to make money and to keep people out. Like, I think that you're going to have to buy in for a certain amount of money that'll get you like, you know, like, let's say two admissions. But then you have to, like, visit, you know, you have to keep up that membership. So you have to visit, like, you know, once a month for let's say fifty dollars or a hundred bucks you know what i mean like it'll be a discounted price over the over just like a one-day ticket um but you're still gonna have to dish out a little bit of cash to go in i kind of feel like i don't think there's gonna be that unlimited ticket unless they're unless it's just gonna be like four thousand dollars you know (laughs) something ridiculous uh because you know they uh yeah, it's a discounted rate. Yeah. Yeah, I think I think you're going to pay for, uh, you know, it's going to be like going to Costco. You're going to have to pay that membership fee. And then you have to keep up your membership by, by you know, buying in every month, whether you go or not. Like maybe you have to pay $50 a month and that $50 is good for one admission. And if you use it, cool. And if not, well, you know. Maybe next time. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you know, and uh, which means that local people will probably try to, like, you know, it'll limit their the the amount of times that they go in. 
because uh, then they'll be like, oh, I'm only going to spend that fifty dollars, you know, one weekend as as opposed to just go like every free second of my life. Yeah. Uh, which sucks. I'm not at all trying to say like that's a cool idea. I just feel like that's the impression that I get that the membership is going to be like pricing. I don't know exactly. Obviously, I'm just making. Oh, obviously, yeah. But um, it's interesting. Or you can be like us here where you have your annual pass and you just can't go because there's no reservations. Well, and, and I think that's why we don't like, they haven't bothered with like making the member. I think, I think they learned that from Florida out here is they're like, you know, all we're doing is pissing off people that already paid for an annual pass and not letting them come visit. Um, so I think they're going to wait. I think that's why they're waiting till or yeah. till the holidays. Well, from hearing, I listened to a bit of what Chappie, Chapek had to say, and it, it did sound like they're done with annual passes at Disneyland forever. Oh That's yeah, what it sounded like they're done. They're they, yeah. they are treating them very differently. Um, yeah, you know, he Florida didn't even and, say annual pass. Yeah, he you know they made a point like in one of the articles that I read to say that like the entire time he was up there, and even when people asked him using the words annual pass, like he ignored the that and and would only say like membership or you know. Whatever our future, yeah. you know. Uh, you got to love corporate speak. Yeah, mm-hmm. for sure. You can't say problems. They're challenges, Skipper. You know. Yeah. Oh, opportunities. No. I, I, I was going to say they're <laughs> opportunities now, buddy. Yeah, it's not even a challenge anymore. I had to. Uh, it's opportunities. I had, I had to write some reviews, you know, like peer reviews for, for work. And, uh, you know, it was all like, tell us what's great. And you're like, you know, you write all this stuff and they're like, do they have any opportunities? And I was just like, <laughs> oh, well, <laughs> that's interesting. Sure. Any yeah. opportunity. Um, that's definitely where I, I don't know. I'm glad that I'm glad you guys had fun. That's it's kind of it. I mean, if I'm a trip would be you're glad to be there. That's what it's like here too. You're, you're just glad. You are glad to feel like I love seeing the castle. I love. I love seeing the, you know, Spaceship Earth. This is great. I love getting drinks at Rose and Crown. Like, it gives me a lot of those same feelings. Um, But, man, they make it kind of (laughs) hard. Oh, for sure. Um, I will say this also, like, the, there was was a lot to do about the, like, um, enhancements at the Haunted Mansion. And... You know, they, they showed you that, like, like, they brought in a new painting and they redid, like, some of the outside, which is nice. But what they don't, what, what I never saw anybody talk about is, you know, when you're going through the uh, the graveyard, there's always been a very distinct, obvious barrier between you and the animatronics. Mm-hmm. And you could tell that it was, like, a draped down, like, mesh cloth of some sort. Um. Because it was, it was sheer, but it wasn't like see-through. Whatever they're using now, you know it's there, but you can compl- like it. It's not distracting at all. Like going through the uh, the graveyard at the haunted mansion was like the difference between looking at like old TV and 4K. Oh, nice. Yeah, like everything was like just crystal clear it was like i even just coming off of that like you know you make that first turn uh out of the attic and you know out here you get to see the uh 
the Hatbox Ghost, which is great. Always good to see him. But you turn past that, and you get that one glimpse out of over the uh, the graveyard before you kind of fall back. And at that point, I like looked out like, holy crap! Like, you know, it was one of those things where I was all like, I've never been on this ride before. Like, this is amazing. Oh, awesome. Yeah, and you know, so you 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 fall back and you make that turn and you go, uh, you know, past the the groundskeeper and the dog, and it's just like after it was just like like. I was blown away is the only way to put it. I Good. was like, Aaron, this is so cool. Nice. Yeah, yeah, it was great. It was great. Good stuff is good. Good stuff is good. So it'll be Yeah, right? Like except when it's not. Yeah. yeah. Except when it's not. Yeah. When it's not exactly that's not good. So uh moving to Rianne, and I don't know I know last time yeah. we spoke, you were currently at the time having no no current plans to return at that point what's um what's your what's going on with your uh views um nothing has changed um but i did well, i thought i did last time i mentioned that i do have one more trip planned and it's after that that i don't have anything planned no, maybe that's because it just looks like an abysmal nightmare scape um and i still believe that so yeah. yeah so i'm going next week um for a midweek stay where i'll be working from disney and then in the late afternoon evenings hoping that i don't want to punch babies in the face I don't know. <laughs> yeah. what i'm what i'm hoping and here's what i'm kind of hoping on a hopeful scale is is i'm hoping right now or, okay I'm, I'm being very hopeful that right now is the absolute, like, kind of that weird mix while they're still, because they're, you know, they're, they're talking about increasing the capacity, which is going to suck until everything's open. So hopefully we're just in that weird transition where they're struggling to get everything back open and they're, but meaning that there is an, a time in, let's say, I don't know, hopefully soon, like two months, where now the everything opens to meet the capacity or even the experience. And I'm hoping that it is a temporary thing. And again, this isn't me being hopeful. It's a temporary thing that all these things are closed and not that this is just carrying on. Let's just see how much we can keep shut from a business perspective too. You know, I'm hoping it's a coming back from shutdown versus oh. new normal i guess is what i mean that, and that's that kind of lovely to be hopeful for but i feel like it, all you're really saying is that the best possible case scenario is that in two months we'll have a bunch of shit open and it'll still be a fucking zoo because everyone and their mom wants to go celebrate the day and do it at disney so it's yes. still like <laughs> so your best case scenario is still like an insane amount of people because everyone's oh, yeah. you know, been going stir crazy for the past year and I don't blame them and I no. well not well maybe I've not just that. Remember 2019? Like we're 2019. It was pandemonium every day of the yeah. week there. You yeah. know, I mean, so I think if it is sort of a get back to it's just how are they going to deal with it's almost like back to what we were talking about before this ever started was how are they going to handle this increased demand? We were already talking about that back in 2019 
And the question is, is it something that they're going to be able to do or not? And then this, so I'm hopeful, <laughs> kind of like what I was saying, I'm, I'm kind of switching back to 2019 mode. Like I'm hoping they can make this experience good for everybody, but um, I guess we're going to have to find out. I'm not, I'm, I'm unfortunately leaning a little bit towards Rhiannon that we are kind of back to 2019 where it was very hard to do that because it is everybody and their mother were coming to, to Florida in 2019 and now they're kind of coming back. Yeah. I mean, at the very least, I know you're not the biggest fan, but like at least fast passes allowed you to, you know, feel like, okay, I can at least get these two or three things done and then run away and go to dinner and just chill. Whereas now it's like, there's no guarantee that you can really do anything comfortably. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I was having that discussion with, um, I've met up with uh, Melanie and Kevin, Red Sox, Red Shoes and, and those guys, we were hanging out at their pool and just talking about that because they are out of town visitors, but frequent visitors. So they were, you know, they're kind of, they are exactly who Disney wants coming. They live in another state. They come down, stay <coughs> in Disney hotels, go into the parks, eat all their restaurants and meals uh, on property. And yeah, that needs to be addressed as far as fast passes. We were just talking about, it's just, you know, walking in and, and, and not having anything like that. Is just unacceptable for grown grown adults. <laughs> like, you know, if you're a grown adult, you're not going to walk in and just, oh, I'm going to get on this 60 minute line. You know, it's just not going to happen. Um, no. If you're somebody who's willing, to, if you have the money to afford these vacations, you don't put up with this crap. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> if you're, if this was a cheap, if this was cheap, sure, I'll put up with it. But it's not. So I don't know. They, you know, because I know a few people that have like, let's say, Club 33, and so they kind of, you know, that's the alternative. But you, that's like a huge jump between <laughs> regular vacationer and club. There's got to be some kind of middle ground. I yeah, I was wondering how that works. Like, do you need a reservation for 33 as a 33 member? Like, what if all 33 members decide to show up at the same time? Like that, I don't know. Yeah, I was. You know, the only thing I know about that was more the more of the attractions. You know, they can just get on whatever they want anytime, any park, oh, anytime, you know. Nice. So I don't know. I think that is really where, you know, because over in Disneyland, they're still in that, you're still in that, like, uh, oh my God, it's open. Of course, I'll go check it out mode. And then you know, here it's like, well, what is the future? Like, what is it? Because we're emerging from the, the you know, the pandemic normal to possibly a post-pandemic normal here, you know. Literally, the science is saying it's time. Oh, yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. I dig so. it. Uh, I have a funny Club 33 story, if you want a, a really quick uh, moment in my life. I, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm sure we've talked about it, but I recently uh, kind of changed. I'm in the same area, but I've got like a little bit of a different job than I was doing uh, previously, and when I moved, uh, I had to like do some stuff with 401k. But either way, I was calling the 401k team to like be like, "Hey, I want to like move everything over to like one single place so that it's all working together." Uh, yeah. You know, it'll be great. And the guy was just like, uh, "Well, you know, before you do that, have you thought about possibly taking out a 401k loan?" 
he's all like, it's really great because you just, you know, you're basically paying yourself back over time and it doesn't count against you. And, you know, if you just need like a large sum of money, it could be a really good idea. And he's like, you know, if you wanted to buy a house or a car and he's like, you know, he was just like, so if you want, you know, you can take out like 70, a hundred thousand dollars, like whatever you're thinking. And, uh, and the first thing that came to my mind was all like, I could join Club 33. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, yeah. I was just like, I was like, if I take out enough money to join Club 33, and then, you know, it's only going to be like, because it's still like, even even as a member, uh, you still have to pay like, I think 10 or $15,000 a year uh, for the, you know, for your, for your annual dues. And I was just like, oh man, I could totally join. And, you know, like I tried to do all the different math. And I even told the guy, I was all like, well, hold up on doing all that. I was like, give me a few hours to think about it. Like three (laughs) days later, I called him back and I was like, no, just do it. (laughs) I'm like, I was like, I had like convinced myself that it was a good idea. And then finally, like in a moment of like sobriety, I was just like, no, just get it out of the, like, I don't even want that to be an option anymore. (laughs) Yeah. Can you put like a a lock on that so I can never say that again? Yeah. Yeah. Don't even tell me these stories because, you know, and, and, and I whittled it down too. Like I even was like, well, maybe if not club 33, then, you know, I'll, uh, I'll get enough points uh, to do DVC. But even then I was all like, but if I'm going to do that, then I want to be able to like rent a cabana for like a month, you know? And, and so I was back up to that same point of like, uh, of club 33 membership. And I was just like, no, 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 just, you know, I, I would like to someday retire, just move it, keep it going. (laughs) Well, sound like you made the right choice. Yeah, I think I think I did. I I mean, I'm not gonna lie. Like being at the park this weekend, I was just kicking myself. I was like, I could be up there right now. Uh, well, I remember we talked about that a long time ago. We were kind of like when Rian and I, we, we were kind of saying, at some like it felt like at the time they're trying to make it where the only way to actually enjoy yourself is to be Club 33. <laughs> well, I mean, it. Those people were like, they looked happy. Like they, <laughs> people say that money doesn't buy happiness, but money they buys a club thirty three membership, and that looked happy to me. So, yeah. Could you imagine? Could you just imagine right now standing up on like that second floor balcony in oh. New New Orleans Square? <laughs> yeah. Just uh, yeah, I'm telling you, like we were walking by, just looking up at them, and I was just like, we're peasants, just sipping on a know? cocktail with your mask off, looking down. Yeah, that that's exactly that was exactly what it was. They were just, you know, and and I was thinking to myself, I'm like, you know, we go to the park and we go to the park hard. Like, you know, we were buying, we you know, we buy stuff and we eat everywhere and we drink and we do all the things that we want to do. And I thought like, oh, we're rock stars. And then I looked up and I was just like, I'm not even a roadie. Like, I'm just, <laughs> You're not a whale. You know, they call them whales. Yeah, I, I'm nothing. I'm nothing compared to those. I was like, man, those guys are just. And they're just so happy. They're just sitting there. They got the biggest like shitting and grin, and <laughs> you know they're like toasting each other. And I was just like, fudge. <laughs> yeah, Only I didn't say fudge. Only I didn't say fudge. Um, it was more like crying. Just in, in a bit of good news, you'll appreciate this, Skipper. Last Wednesday, I went to 
the beer garden. Yes. And it's now family style. Ooh. Which actually makes it good. Yeah. Yeah. It's family style. And they don't sit you with other parties. Which is nice. It's like Ohana's. Think about Ohana's. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, But uh, Ohana, you only ever had the, like, whatever, five dishes. I mean, to know what you used to have the option to get, the 15 to 30 dishes or whatever. Now you're just given the few. No, no, no. That's just less than. I don't know. I was uh, was talking to little Anthony, uh, you know, of contemporary fame. One of the chefs over there. And uh, what is it? California Grill is also doing... um, family style and the food has it's never looked better though yeah you know like i I always feel like when you go to a buffet it's it reminds me of uh vegas vacation yeah and definitely yeah definitely like chef mickey's always like i've always felt like that like i'll have some Mm -hmm. of the yellow and maybe a scoop of the blue um but they were uh i was looking at some pictures of of the family style dining and i was like holy smokes like but you didn't like, you just, said California Grill. I'm oh, not California Chef Grill. Mickey. I'm sorry, Chef Mickey's. Chef oh. Mickey's. Uh, I was like, yes. California Grill's family no. style. No, 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 no. I Cheers. meant Chef Mickey. Uh, I gotcha. Yeah. But no, but it but that but it did feel like that. Like it had that like next step up quality of food yeah. look. You know, it didn't look like something that was sitting under the heat lamp. Like it yeah. looked great. Yeah. I would say that was what the um the the uh beer garden was like. It was very it was it was great. I was uh, and the band was at full strength. I mean, they had the guy yes. come out and play the bells, played the big horn. I mean, it was it was normal. It was awesome. Very yeah, that sounds that's that's what I want. Like, there's certain like uh, COVID time things that I don't want to go away. And uh, family style over buffet, I will take any day. Yeah. Well, I, well, the one the one one of the things, and I'm a little disappointed. I was hoping one of the COVID things that was going to stay was. Right now, when you park at any of the parks, or not now, well, during COVID, they would park you, they would they park one row, and then leave a space, and then park the next car. It was it was lovely. Mm-hmm. And I don't even care, oh. co- not from COVID, I just meant like, I don't want, my door doesn't bang the guy next to me. Right. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, this, why not just keep this? How could this possibly not be a great, per, you know, for, for to move on into perpetuity? And they're already doing all the rows again. No. Yeah. What the hell? It's rough. Yeah, because I'm like, well, because this is just great. I don't even, you know, I'm not too worried about. I was never too worried about getting too close to somebody in another vehicle. Like that was never. I was never getting that close to them, anyways. But I didn't like it. I didn't really care from a COVID perspective. But man, from a from a logistics perspective, man, it's nice. Just kick your door open like a cowboy. You know, step on out. So yeah. Like last minute sunscreen spray and not having to worry about getting it in like someone else's face. Yes. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. So anyway. So sounds like overall you had a successful return to Disneyland. Um, oh, so much. Yeah. You've learned. You've learned a lot. I would say if I was a guest listening to this for the first time, I think the best tip you gave, I would be writing down. I would be taking that whole ordering mobile order but take off the uh the food that's the way to go yeah yeah and and to be honest with you like that was some that was like a hack that we thought we made up 
but it turned out you don't even need to do you just need to just order your drink and go and hope yeah. that the person doesn't give you crap well, that's good but uh well, it's good to know yeah but it's good yeah that was one of the things that i was like oh this is dumb i don't want to do that every time but yeah it was for all the like bitching that i did for 30 minutes about the stuff that was like just so that you know like the bad parts other than that it yeah. was great yeah i mean that's the thing and, and and what i hope and i i don't want to speak for rihanna but i think it's you gotta get some of that like the carefree not even the planning just the idea that you're gonna cruise around and not be like everything's gonna be aligned i mean that we need that back hopefully sometime sometime soon Oh, 100%. Yeah, like, for all the fun that I had, I still want, I'm like, I'm ready to go back to, to the old, olden days of, of funness. Yeah, because I will say, when it was 2019, and I mean, you walked into Hollywood, when they had just opened, like, Galaxy's Edge, I mean, it was just, you had Toy Story Land, you had Galaxy, I mean, it was just pandemonium. But they had, like, 17 pop-up bars, they had 50 drink carts, I mean, you know, you couldn't you couldn't take five steps without get, without seeing more booze and not just or more and more carts for pretzels, more carts for this. And it's like we need that back that like, hey, we're preparing for the crowds. Yeah, I agree. I was actually one. you know, DCA is where we have all the little carts and food and wine and stuff. And walking around there, I was like, where, where are all those guys? I, would, I want those guys back, too. So, yeah. Good. You know, how's your cat, Rhiannon? <gasps> All right. Good. 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 Are you uh, you're, you're able to work from outside the bathroom now? <laughs> yes. Good. Yep. He uh, good. he still good, sleeps good, in good. there, but he's now free to roam the house during the day. Good. Well, good. Does the cat prefer you or Mark? Me, of course. Of course, of course. So, uh, anything else? Any other final thoughts, Skip, about your trip? Um, no, man. Just it was a good time, and I hope everybody else gets to go and have fun soon. Yes, yes, it's awesome. It also like, made I mean, me want to book a trip to Walt Disney World. So, we need to plan that ASAP. Yeah. I think. So I think, yeah, so let's just, let's just hope and uh, we can all hope that everything continues to run in a good trajectory because, you know, as they, as everything's starting to open up and let's just hope it's successful and, and it, uh, you know, we just keep moving in this direction because right now it's kind of, you know, it's nice having hope. (laughs) Oh yeah. (laughs) Yeah. So it's good. So we got to keep that hope going. For sure. Uh, Okay. Brianna's like, no, I like it. <laughs> Doom and gloom. Uh, I prefer to think of myself as a realist. <laughs> and, uh... Yeah, I'm liking it. So, anyways, let's ho- hope for the best, right? I say yes. <laughs> no, hey, that's, surprise that's me. Pleasantly. <laughs> Sounds good. All right, gang. Well, thanks for listening. Good luck on your Disneyland trip. <laughs> bye bye. Oh, yay. Bye bye. <laughs> bye. <laughs>